It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonjour. We are in the Oulala La studio. You're always so happy. You put me in a good mood every night, Simon. Well, I'm glad you put me in a good mood too, you know. Oh, it's, good. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun on the, in the Oulala. Yes, studio. it is. It is. So listen, we have a great show tonight, and I want to make sure that everybody knows that they need to get over to simonandangie.com because we are giving away the rendezvous, Jennifer Lopez, Vegas Flyaway. Vegas. Yes, go see J-Lo in Vegas, and the best part is you get to meet her too. Not just a concert ticket in the nosebleed seats or something. No, you go backstage, and you meet Jennifer Lopez. She launched her Vegas residency at the Axis at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. Uh, tickets are on sale now through October 7th, 2017. But you don't have to worry about that if you win. Trip for two includes round-trip airfare, two-night stay at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino, tickets to Jennifer Lopez, all I have, and a meet-and-greet with J-Lo. You can yes. enter at simonandangie.com. When we come back... I want to talk about proposals because the new thing, Simon, I don't know if you've noticed this trend. What? But these over-the-top, huge, grand proposals because people are trying to get all these social media likes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a new trend. It is a new trend. The bigger, the better or not? Uh, Well, that's a great question. And what are some people doing? One person, including one person that proposed at a Britney Spears meet and greet. Really? if, If you go to Vegas... And you oh. go see J-Lo, you're backstage. Maybe you make an announcement. Or maybe not. I don't know if that's a good place either, right? Good point. You, and make sure you propose to your girlfriend and not Jennifer Lopez because... She's taken anyway by Mr. A-Rod. A-Rod. And she's had, I think she said six proposals already, so she's probably tired of it in her lifetime. Yes. <laughs> all right, we're going to talk about proposals when we come back on The Rendezvous. For The Rendezvous, Jennifer Lopez, all I have, Las Vegas sweepstakes, no purchase necessary. Void in Alaska, Hawaii, and where prohibited. Open a legal residence of the contiguous United States and District of Columbia, age 21 and older. Sweepstakes ends at 9.59 a.m. Eastern Time, April 30th, 2017. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Phone lines are open, 855-905-8255. We're talking about wedding proposals. Mm-hmm. And the new trend, the new norm these days are these over-the-top wedding proposals. I think they're more about getting social media attention than the actual moment between the two of you, than the love, than what you're about to do. Um, But maybe there might be more pressure to propose in this big, huge, fancy way because it's going to get shared on social media. Everything is shared on social media these days. Um, Do you have a a preference when you propose? Have you ever proposed before? I have never proposed. I know you've been in a lot of relationships, but I never knew that about you. You've never never proposed. Have you thought about it? Have you bought the ring? Never. Nothing? No. Okay. I have not met the one. Yet. Do you think that you would do it in a very public way or in a more private way? 100% private. Private, right? 100%. I've, Listen, me and her, you know, and I, I just, I don't, it's not, a, to me, it's not a show. It's not for everybody to upload. It's just, it's most precious maybe moment where you start, you know, the process of getting married and then maybe a family and all. I just think the two of, of, of us would be enough. What, yeah. what about you? Well, I loved when, the fact it was just me and my yeah, husband. Right, I remember in, in, in your our, house. In our house, we were in the middle of the living room dancing to our song, and he dropped on an E there, and he made it about us. 
He made it about our relationship. He said so many beautiful things to me. He made it about me. That's my point. And I think when you do these big, grand things, you know, at the Yankees game in front of, you know, 60,000 people or whatever, that it's about you getting attention rather than you giving the attention to that person you're putting a ring on. So true. It's a reverse of energy. It is, isn't it? Giving or receiving attention. Absolutely. Because you want a big pat on the back like, oh, hey, man, that was really cool the way you propose. It's not about her now. Do you think women in general prefer the proposal to be done in public, honestly, like or in private? What your girlfriends, your uh, friends? My friends, personally, I, I could see them all being more of a private thing. You know, there's some people that love the social media attention, so I can see how some people today would like that. But there are a lot of people that were disappointed by their proposals. Twenty-one percent of engaged or married or divorced women say they were disappointed really? by the proposal. Um, the reasons were that the engagement rings were too small or even no ring at all. How do you propose with no ring at all, by the way? Yeah, that, I don't know how that, that works. How does that seal the deal? <laughs> no ring? Um, yeah, uh, not getting down on one knee, I guess, is disappointing if the man doesn't do it for a lot of people. Failing to organize a special proposal, like one of these over-the-top ones. So, so some people do want them. Yes. Or not asking parents permission for their daughter's hand in marriage. That, and then many women, younger women, don't want that anymore. They said that obsolete. It seems a little antiquated, right? And, and not respectful of the, you know, the feminism that that movement that they don't you don't need to ask permission because they are owned by their fathers. Right, they it's like you're passing women. me on yeah. from one family to another. And it's not about that no, anymore. No, no. My, my goddaughter, who's 21, said she 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 was against the tradition of when she gets engaged or somebody would come and ask me or her father for permission. She think it's obsolete and not necessary so you, anymore. Would you be offended if you were you know a father or even with your goddaughter mm. if if he does not call you or the mother or somebody to say? Hey, I'm about to do this. Do we have your blessing? No, I don't care. What matters is that my goddaughter loves him and say yes. I said, don't ask me anything. And that he treats her well. Yeah, and then call me. First, I want to know what she's going to say. It's all about her. Right, it is all about her. And I kind of feel like when you're in a relationship with somebody and you're getting to that point where you're discussing marriage, you know it's coming, like you start talking about it. I feel like the man is sort of feeling out what you kind of want in terms of a ring or in terms of a proposal. And he should kind of know if you're the type that would like a more private one or a more over-the-top crazy one, uh, like this guy who dropped down in front of Britney Spears. I'm going to tell you the story. I want to hear that. Uh, yeah. Now what? And I, th- I think it's ridiculous. I would have been mad, actually. But I'll tell, you, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you some of the crazier ones, including that one, when we come back on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking proposals and now the new trend of these over-the-top proposals. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Some people like it. How about this couple that got engaged in front of Britney Spears at the pre-show meet and greet in Las Vegas? So I guess this guy planned it all out, but then he got down on one knee in the meet and greet in front of Britney, says to his girlfriend, I'm asking you in front of our friend Britney here, will you be my wife forever? So the fiance like stuck (laughs) out her hand but kept looking at Britney the whole time. And wasn't really focused because she's standing there in front of Britney freaking Spears. And so I'm sure she's really excited about that. And she was kind of confused. And he had to ask her again because she didn't understand what was happening. Isn't that crazy? It's it's crazy and silly. That's what it is, right? It's like creating a show. Getting engaged is not, in my opinion, a show. It's an act. It's the true act of love. It's one of the biggest moments of your life. It's the beginning of Tree of Love and Tree of Families. So why include 
celebrities you don't know, why create a show? Has nothing to do with Britney at all. And none. Know, none. And so instead of making it about the two of you, now it's about this Britney Spears thing. And I'm sure Britney felt awkward too. Like, I don't know these people. Why are they doing this right now? What would you say? I mean, you know, you're quite known in the city, in Chicago. If that, something like this would happen, what would be your reaction? I mean, I would absolutely be happy yeah. for, for a couple. Would you and step back a little? Or how would of you... course I would. I would give them all, all the space. Yeah. Um, how about this guy? He did it during a roller coaster ride. He gave this cheesy oh speech God. about how <laughs> life has its ups and downs just like a roller coaster. Like, bleh. Um, some people do it uh, at baseball games, football oh, yeah. games. Oh, yeah. Only in America. I've seen on the screens. I know. It's crazy. Like the will you marry me? And then... Everybody claps and then it's over. That's but you're it. still sitting at a baseball game. Like, I know. Isn't it? Yeah, it's not that's, romantic. But also, yeah, I know. It's so silly. Uh, there's a few more. We're going to take some calls as well. Give us a call. Our phone lines are open if you want to talk proposals. 855 905 8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking crazy proposals. That's the big trend now. Real crazy. In front of a million people or in front of Britney Spears or something crazy. Uh, like this one, um, skywriting. Do you know what that is? Like with the airplane that says, will you marry me? It spells it out in smoke. <laughs> and that's not cheap. It's about $2,000 or if you can get one of those banners. But nobody else in the city knows who that person is except you. So it's kind of it seems strange. Um, you can hire a musician. What about like a, a somebody that you can hire um, from a website, like a soloist, to sing it to you? But I wouldn't want somebody else singing that stuff to me. I would want the person I'm gonna marry. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah, I want to hear about all the reasons you love me from you, not from someone else. Yeah, exactly. Um, glass slipper at Walt Disney World. $375 on top of the cost of how much it costs to get in, which is a lot of money, too. Yep. Uh, fireworks. Fireworks, okay, but still. I don't get it, fireworks. Fireworks, like, what do you mean? Like, fireworks in the sky. And you want to marry me? Yeah. <laughs> if people could only see Simon's face, all the eye rolling that's going on right now. <laughs> I just can't believe it. Uh, a fake movie trailer. So you can have somebody produce what looks like a movie trailer. You take your girlfriend to the movies, and you know how they have the previews? Before the movie starts, oh, wow. you have someone produce one where you propose. It's creative, you know, but then Which what? reminds me of that story. There was this couple for one year. I think he filmed her every single day until he, he proposed to her. That was pretty cute. He did every day together. What did he do? So he filmed every day uh, something about together or Something her. they did together? Yeah, or? every day, every single day until... He, you know, he, he said, I'm going to film everything until we get married. Well, and that's cute. That was a pretty cute movie. But see, movie. but that's all about them. Yeah, it's it, all, no, about, it, all about the two of them. And then, yeah, I, I like that. that I was, like that idea. You know, that was very cool. I like that idea. Okay, we have somebody uh, that we're going to talk to next who wants to talk about proposing. Okay, cool. And her proposal, 855-905-8255. If you want to talk to me and Simon, this is The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about proposals. Mm -hmm. Some people love the over-the-top proposals. It's like the new hot thing because people love all those I social media. I wonder if they really do love it. I, I don't know if they really do love it, and that's the thing. Like, I don't know if I would love it, but a, a lot of people are about social, and they want all the attention on social media. You know true. what I mean? That's true. So that's, that's, true that's the best way to get attention. So let's talk about over-the-top proposals. We're going to the phones right now. Orlando, Florida on the line. Say hello to Petra. Hi, Petra. Bonjour. Hello. 
Hello, Petra. Bonjour, Petra. You have some perspective Not on the... Much. I definitely have a horrifying story for you, though. <gasps> oh, a horrifying story. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let's hear it. Yes. So uh, my ex-husband did it at a baseball game, and um, he had apparently set uh, set it up like in advance where the kiss cam was going to come up like right on us and then he was going to pop the big question so we did it and i felt pretty pressured but i made the best of it and i said yes uh-huh. apparently i should have you know paid a little bit more attention to my gut but um it was super super awkward uh and definitely more about him yeah but, um of course. Yeah, what, and it was that, just, and then no, like everyone after that is coming after you and congratulating you, and I literally spent the rest of the game just high fiving people. Oh, see, that's what we were saying, Simon. I think a lot of times when guys make this a huge spectacle, it's more about the guys getting attention. Like, oh my God, you went through such great lengths, and this was such a huge deal. And then, like Petra just said. You're forced to say yes because you've got like 40,000 people watching you. You can't say no. Exactly. It, it, exactly. It, makes the show, it makes the guy look great. Uh, nobody really remembers the girl saying yes. We right. always remember how he did it. Right. It's always all about the guy. So, I bet you, I, I understand what you're saying. And then the pressure because who can say no? You can't. Uh, uh, you know. Then you're forced to, you know, a couple weeks down the line or months or whatever, say, I wasn't ready for that. Once yeah. everybody already knows now you're engaged and now you're in canceling an engagement. That's a so good that, point, Angie. So then, then Petra is the bad person. If she would have said, you know what, I wasn't ready for that. Now everybody's like, oh, my God, I can't believe that you would cancel and how humiliating. But um, and you super don't really. Awkward. Yeah, super awkward. And then you have to sit at a game. Then after you get proposed and, and to, and the high five are not well, like I said, I spent the rest of the game high fiving people, so I really didn't have much time to pay attention to what actually was happening. It was kind of more the motions of, "Hey, I'm engaged. Hey, this just happened. Let's just high five people." Exactly, high five are not the most romantic gesture in the world. No, so it's almost like you know, people. Some people go to Vegas or Atlantic City, get really wasted, and then pop a question, and and it's the same thing. Like you regret, or you're under pressure, or you're not, you know, yourself. The good thing, Angie, is what you said. You can always change that a couple weeks later. Right. Just get out of it. Yeah. You have I, to get married. I feel like when guys do it at a game or something, that they're like, that's how they would like to be proposed to because guys love baseball or football or whatever. And they're like, oh, this would be so cool if I got proposed to at a game because that's what they're into. But you really have to consider the woman that you're proposing to. What was she like? What you know? What what is she into? Would she like it more romantic? It's also Would she super like... expensive, from what I understand. So it is. It's expensive. Fun there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I wonder, Angie? If we put on our webpage, the SimonAndAngie.com, would you like to be proposed? In front of 40,000. I'd like to know what other listeners yeah. would say to that. We should do a poll. You know, Petra said he was horrifying. Let's, Let's do, do a, a poll. poll you know, okay. that, and, and then just say, you know, would you like to, That's a good to idea. get proposed Th- in, front of 50, in front of 000. all these people? Yeah, in a stadium in front of on the Jumbotron. Pressure. Because really, I really want to know how, how the women would feel about that. I agree with you. Okay, let's do a poll on the website, simonandangie.com. Petra, thank you for calling up and telling your story. Sorry it happened. And if, you know, you're divorced now, you said? Are you single? Yes, I am. So okay, we moved so- on to better things. Next time uh, that you get proposed to, I'm sure it'll happen again. Hopefully, it's more to your liking. And more private. And more private. Agreed. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Awesome. Thanks for the call. More yes. of The Rendezvous when we come back.
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hit us up anytime on our email if you have a question about love, dating, romance, sex, marriage, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. That's what The Rendezvous is all about, and we have advice for you. In fact, uh, simonandangie.com, you can do that there. Put in your emails for Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Yes, bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Thank you for writing us. Yes, somebody needs some advice, Simon. It's Leslie from uh, Linden, Kentucky. Ah, bonjour, Leslie. She says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. I've been with my boyfriend for almost five months now, and I still haven't met his family or his friends. He's met my friends and family, but when I asked him when I'm going to meet his, he just says, eventually. We're exclusive, so I don't see what the problem is. Do you think it's a bad sign that he doesn't want to introduce me to anybody yet? What do you think about that, Simon? Five months. Leslie, I think it's not a good sign. It's not also the end of the world. I think he might be, you know, have two things. One, his family is awkward, could happen. Mm-hmm. If he has a reaction, I give you an example. If one of your parents is an addict, is somebody who is yeah. violent, to somebody, you don't want to expose your girlfriend to that. Could right. be that. Right. The friends, that I don't get. That so I, I don't get. I just can't find any reasons. So I would look up for another two months max. If in two months you have not met any friends, then you have to move on or do an ultimatum or ask him why. I mean, I can get for the family. I don't understand for the friends. But the family is understandable. Should we you, give him 60 days? Uh, give- I, I, I say that she should arrange a dinner party or arrange a party at her house and say, hey, I'm inviting my friends. I want you to invite yours. Let's have a gathering at the house this weekend. Okay. And we can do that you know, too. Then, then we can just meet. Everybody can meet and it's not awkward. It's all one big event. And we can have fun, see what he says to that. I, I, it's really shady, the no friend thing, though, so be careful. Yeah, I can't find a good reason for that yet. Yeah, I can't either. Well, Usually think- I'm good at finding reasons. Right. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> writing us, Leslie, and good luck with that. More of The Rendezvous when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, I want to go back to this uh, email from Leslie who wrote in for Bonjour yes. and said, I'm in a relationship for five months with a guy. He won't introduce me to his family or his friends. He says, eventually, and she doesn't know what's up. Why would a guy, I can understand family, like you said. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, Sometimes, family is a little yeah. more tricky. But your friends, your male male friends, why would you not introduce the woman you've been dating for five months. It's a long time. And you are exclusive. Well, I'm thinking, you know, A, you don't have friends at all. Okay, you, you, that the, could the be. truth is, that could you be. don't have a single Maybe guy he's friend. embarrassed. Number one. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, you just don't feel there's a long-term future. There is no, you don't say it, but you know it. And so you don't want to introduce your friends and have to explain why you guys broke up right. you know, a couple months later. Uh, I oh, think yeah, that, that's, that's a good one because... If you know that she's not really your type, maybe you're just hanging out to fill the time or something, then you have to answer all these questions with your close friends and forget it. Number three, maybe one of the so-called friend uh, is somebody you either have the attraction for, she has an attraction for you, mm-hmm. and or, or worse, you have another friend oh. who knows your friends. So, oh, so you know, maybe you maybe you're have one a double of, life. You you could be one of many girlfriends, yes. and he doesn't want to introduce all these girls to his friends because yes. then they know that he's a chump. Voila. Ah. That's, so, so it could be that. Or what if he's embarrassed of her? I mean, I hate to even say that, but what maybe. Do you mean? Well, maybe he. That's not his type, and he's just using her oh, yeah, for but, sex or something. Oh, no, I don't it know. It could be also races, religions. It could be many things because Romeo things. and Juliet is the example where. You know, like, for, let's say... Can't mix the families. Some people are so religious, they don't want you to date somebody from another religion. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons Stuff for like the that. friend. 
But I think they're all red flags, all of those reasons. Yeah, there's not one good reason. No, not at all. All right. More people needing advice today, Simon. And our phone lines are open, 855-905-8255. We're going to get to the calls next on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. How are you feeling this evening? I am feeling good and doing good every time I'm the ooh-la-la studio. Yes. With Angie Taylor. Yes, and you are looking good too, by and the way. And all our listeners and callers. We're taking your calls, 855-905-8255 if you need any advice, mm-hmm. love, relationships, dating, whatever it is, we are here for you. Let's go to the phones right now, Simon. Okay. We have from Hollywood, Florida, say hello to Marcus. Hi, Marcus. Bonjour, Marcus. Bonjour, Simon. Hello, Angie. How are you guys? Good. How are you, Marcus? I'm fantastic, but I have a little bit of a dilemma here, and I really need some advice. Okay, well, let's help you with that whole perplexed situation. Well, okay, so I'm gay, and I have a boyfriend for, oh, I'd say almost about a year. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And the thing is, he's still in the closet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he doesn't have the courage to come out. And I've been talking to him that, listen, you have to be who you are. You know, you have to, you know, people who don't accept you, that's their problem. You put the onus on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they can't accept it, that's their social dilemma. But mm-hmm. he won't even be seen in public with me because he doesn't want anyone to find out. And mm. his mom, who I've never met, I've never met the woman, seems like a lovely woman because she found me on Facebook and sent me an inbox message asking if I was his boyfriend because he and I have pictures all over and I, you know, he doesn't bring Oh, yeah. she's been doing some snooping. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she asked me straight out. She said, Marcus, um... Um, his mom, and are you his boyfriend? And I don't know. I haven't answered yet. Um, so I don't know if I should tell her. Um, no, because no, he, no, no. You know, no, he no. won't. But you know, but but he's got to. But he's got to come in. He's got to find the courage. Or should I just ignore yeah. the message? But now, if you know on Facebook, they can see when they inbox you. And I read it, so she right. knows I've read it now. Right. So now what well. do I do? She can sit and wait then because I, I mean, Simon, if you don't mind me jumping in on this oh, one. Oh, no, go ahead, Andrew. Marcus, you can't. I mean, that that is so not your place. I don't know. How long have you been out to your family, Marcus? I wasn't shy about it. I've been out about 12 years now. Was your family accepting and understanding? My mom was. It took a little bit for my dad, you know, mm-hmm. understandably, I guess. But, you know, I mean... It's so, yeah. kind of new. I mean, it's not like I'm sitting there. Listen, I'm not some, you know, Mr. Athlete guy. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, right. you know, my right, haircuts, right, right. my clothes, you know, yeah, I you know, you know, razor, family... you know, when I was a kid to shave my face, I shaved my legs. <laughs> You're so cute. Family (laughs) might always suspect, but until, you know, you come out of the closet, it's, you know, it's a completely different situation then. You sound very strong. Uh, Maybe your boyfriend is not as strong and you're setting yourself up to be in a situation if you were to say something to the mother where you're Mm -hmm. now injecting yourself into that very uh, big conversation where you don't even know the family. They don't know you. Um, It might cause a rift between you and your boyfriend, between your boyfriend and his entire family, that is up to him. And you really have to leave the ball in his court, I think, Simon, um, because, you know, you can't you can't push somebody into something like that. What do you think, Simon? I agree with you 100 percent. Marcus, listen to what Angie just said. She's right. She's also a mom. You don't have to answer anything. You don't have to lie. You have to let your boyfriend and his mom discuss the things when he's ready. This is why people listen to you, because of one word. <laughs> you ready? Clarity. 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 See, oh, really? Clarity. Yes, because 
Yes, because you know what? I'm, you know, it's like I'm talking in my head and I'm arguing back. And you know, because I talk in the gay community, people are like, oh, you have to do, you have. I'm like, wait a minute, because you know, I want to hear the other side of the story. Just like what well, you guys have just said. It's and I'm sure that's you know, a family issue. You're right. Sure, You're absolutely yeah. right. You are out and you are proud, and that's awesome. And I'm sure you want you and your boyfriend to, you know, sing it from the mountaintops that you guys are together. And you love, you know, who doesn't love to show off their relationship when they're in love? You want everybody to know. And I understand that. But you have to let him do that. That's his family. And then, you know, hopefully it all works out. And look at the supportive boyfriend he's had all this time. He's just going to love you even more for that. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a great angle, too. I never even thought of that. That's absolutely right. Because I'll be there to support him because I believe in that. You See, I knew, are I knew the a aura. The aura never lies. <laughs> Go with the aura. Is it a pink aura? Is it a red aura? I'm just curious. Yellow. It's a rainbow aura. You know that. It's oh, a rainbow honey. aura. <laughs> it was a rainbow aura Ooh, today. La, la. <laughs> Marcus, thank you so much for calling. Good yes. luck to you and your boyfriend. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you, guys. you Marcus. Big hugs, big kisses. Yep. Big hugs, big kisses. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. What a cutie. I love it. Yeah, really. Yeah, but uh, seriously, that's a big deal. And you can't push somebody to do something like that. You have to be ready. Yes, that's true. Thank you so much for your calls. If you want to call us, if you need any advice, 855-905-8255. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we just talked to Marcus, who had an issue. He's Marcus is gay. Uh-huh. His boyfriend is not out of the closet. But his boyfriend's mom sent a note saying, hey, is my son gay? You can't out your boyfriend like that. That's not your place. And, you know, people hide relationships sometimes for a various number of reasons. I mean, have you such ever? As. Oh, such as. Are you asking me personally? I'm asking you, Angie Taylor. <laughs> you know what? I will say, I did have one relationship that I wasn't open about, really. Um, and why? Well, I'll tell you. So my um, my daughter's father and I, when we split up, she was like three. And I was kind of dating this guy because I just knew it was a rebound. I didn't see a future with him. We didn't have a ton in common. It was just kind of one of those situations where it was passing the time and helping me get over this last relationship and he was kind of a dork and so I didn't really <laughs> a dork a kind of a dork and I didn't really <laughs> want to bring him around my friends cuz they would be like wow you just got out of this bad relationship and now you're dating this guy they would know that he's not right for me I, I get it I was the one hidden one time though you were hidden because why well I was hidden because it's silly but that woman who uh, recently got divorced Mm-hmm. Uh, started to go out with me, and she said, "If if my ex husband find out I'm dating a French guy, mm-hmm. I mean, we all dead." And Why? Because he's jealous. I don't know what was it. Was he hated the French or whatever? It was something about those French people. So the, he was intimidated by your suave, romantic I, 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 sexiness. No, no, no. I don't know why, but you know, whether politically or whatever, something like that. But something, and and we we stayed on the on the down low for all that time. Wow. So the minute you are hiding somebody or being hidden. It's, it could be a lot of fun, but it's not going to be true love. I agree with you. you know, true love grows only in the, on the, on the, on the, under the light and the sunshine, uh, not in the shadow. Nothing uh, grows in the shadow, Angie. Uh, nothing grows in the dark. No, nothing. Uh, nothing good. Uh, nothing good. Yeah, everything creepy. It, it goes in the darkness. <laughs> All right. Well, let's give some advice to some more people, Simon. How about we do date or dump when we come yes. back? This is where you send in emails, simonandangie.com. If you want to send in an email, you need some advice, we'll help you out. We're going to play that next, Date or Dump, coming up on The Rendezvous. 
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're all about love and romance and dating and giving advice to those who need it. And romantic advice. Yes. So let's play Date or Dump. dump. If you are going through some kind of a sticky situation with the person you're dating, you don't know if you should continue to date them or drop them, dump them. We'll let you know. Um, You can send emails anytime, simonandangie.com. This one comes from Mika. She's from Arlington, Virginia. She says, hey, Simon and Angie, this guy I'm seeing told me that he's been married and divorced four times. He's only 37 years old. I don't know the whole backstory behind all the marriages, but it seems like they all ended on good terms and that the women just weren't right for him. I don't want to judge him based on his past, but I almost can't help it. Should I date or dump him four marriages by the time and divorces by the time he's 37 date or dump that's a tough one something wrong with his picker yes he's not, you so, know it's or or with the ability to hold a marriage and so uh i would date cautiously i would date a bit longer i like the honesty mm. i like the fact that he owned the fact that he was you know married and divorced four four times he could have you know that can't be easy to tell somebody certainly not doesn't make you look good so i like the honesty and because you're honest i always give you a chance but cautiously angie so i would say dave what do you say um i don't know this is a tough one because i feel like four times there's something wrong with your judgment by 37 i mean what's gonna happen how many by the time he's 50 you know what i well, mean it it's, seems it's like, like a lot but then it's like if i meet somebody find a true love and say oh simon you haven't been married at all and you're almost 50 mm-hmm. it would be so don't i deserve a chance to be you know true that's true I that's mean, why it's I think, never too late to meet the perfect one exactly never too early never too late okay i would be a little cautious too like you said simon but i'll agree with you let's let's go with dates date cautiously date cautiously Right on, Mika. Good luck. And, you know, let us know if you become wife number five. Yeah, exactly, Mika. (laughs) Bonne chance. Okay, more of The Rendezvous when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were just uh, talking about this date or dump we had where a woman was dating somebody who was 37 and already divorced four times. Yeah. There's definitely – is there more of a stigma, do you think – uh, to being divorced a bunch of times or never married at a certain age. What's worse, being divorced a certain amount of times or being never or never, never, never being married? Oh, yes, there is, Angie. A stigma? Yes. For men. For men. Because I know women like it, and it's unfair. But women get that tag a lot that if you're not married, I don't know what the age is, forty or 40. something. If, if if you're not married by forty, you're an old maid, and what's wrong with you? It's like something is wrong with us. So I don't I don't so, know that I've ever heard of that stereotype for men though. Well, I feel it now. I'm in my late forties. People have asked me, women, lovely women, oh why you've never been married? What's wrong don't with you? Don't you hate that question? Why have you never been yeah. married? And, and, and how do you answer that? Because I haven't met my my other half yet. Mm-hmm. You know, you you you. I don't. I really think we have to take away and fight the stigma of timing. You know, it's never too early, never too late. Some people will find love at 60, mm-hmm. true love. They might even be married before, but right. with the wrong person. Right. You don't judge somebody's sanity by when did they get married. Everybody's different. We all have a different rhythm. Just like in the heart, we all have a different heartbeat. Mm-hmm. All of us have a different romantic life. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 we ha- if, why don't we accept if we all have a different heartbeat in our heart, we don't have a different romantic life rhythm. And so for that, for women who at 40 gets judged of what's wrong with them, they don't have kids, they have not been married. Mm-hmm. But for guys closer to 50, mm-hmm. just take us as we are. I don't know why that is. I guess if I did meet a man 
who seemingly had everything going for him at 50, maybe I would be like, well, what's going on here? Are you a commitment phobe? Do people think that you can't commit or you're too picky? Because I've heard those things about men. All of it. So yeah. commitment phobe, that I'm too picky, that am I a player, what am I afraid of, what am I hiding? Mm-hmm. And, and Are, Do people question uh, your sexuality? Do they think maybe you're gay? No, never. Never you've that, been, that that's never, not been questioned. No, no, that's not Because I know with I older men, if they've never been married, sometimes that question comes up. Well, do you not want no, to, do that, you not like women? No, that's I've never been questioned as to me. Well, I would, you know, it's very obvious to me. Well, yeah, so, so, not, <laughs> no, but I would not be worried. So, I just think that the stigma for women, and I do feel for all the women who have to answer, it's even worse for women than for men. It is much worse for women because we go through reproductive years. Yes. And it's harder at some points than others. And, and there has to be something wrong with you if you're not married or have kids by a certain age. You know, I didn't get married until I was 35 which some would consider old, um, but, you so know... Some people I, I, could think it's a bit older. But I also grew up in a horrible upbringing where my mother was sort of made to stay home and didn't really have any money of her own and, and was always pushing on me, please don't ever be in this situation where you depend on somebody, especially somebody awful, to take care of you and your kids because you're stuck and you're trapped. And I never wanted to be in that situation. So I really was like on hustle mode, work mode, career yeah, mode yeah. for a long time. And I'm so happy I found the man that I did. But thank God because I changed so much uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, between you know 20 and 35 that if I would have married somebody that I was dating in my 20s, oh, my God, I would have been divorced <laughs> four times like that other guy. No, exactly. So, so you know, we all have the right to rebound, to have another chance, and to not be compare. We should yeah. not be keeping up with the Jones romantically. Yeah. Right? That it's maybe fine to buy the new car, the new TV set, but and everybody, not for your hot life. Yeah, and I think people change so much, too. And what you want in a partner changes so much and what oh. your needs are. And I know a lot of adults my age that have not found them. They don't even know who they are yet still. They're still trying to figure out who they are, what they want. And I think once you figure that out, that's when you're like primed for that other person because, hey, now I've got it together. Let's do this. No, absolutely. And that's where you are. I think you're at that place where you're ready. I I feel in a good place. I really feel comfortable. I don't mind the questions. I understand. All questions are good to ask, by the way. So I'm all about the truth. And, and But I would say mostly for women that at the same age, late 40s, who have not been married or have not had kids, give them a break. Give them a and break. And I'm talking to guys there. Yeah. Right, give a break to those lovely women that I meet all the time. Just... And give Simon a break, okay? <laughs> Poor s- No, I'm just kidding. No, it's good. Your woman is coming. I know it. I know. True love. And then you can take your true love to Vegas to meet J-Lo. And I'm going to tell you how <laughs> once you find her. <laughs> That's coming up next on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had a lot to discuss tonight uh, about relationships, love, marriage, dating. You know, how many times can you be divorced if that's a bad thing? Uh, you know, the stereotypes that go with dating when you're older and mm-hmm. hiding relationships, the whole nine. And you had a great Simon says about hiding those relationships. Yeah, I said that, Angie. Thank you. I said true love cannot grow in the dark. Mm. Meaning when it's hidden, when it's on the down low, when it's like a secret to the world, to the friends, to your family. You cannot grow true love in the dark. No, you cannot. Nothing good, by the way, grows in the darkness. Nothing good. What does grow in the dark? Fungus? 
That's about it. Strange fish at the end of the ocean. Strange fish on the bottom of the ocean. Right, stuff like that. You are not a strange fish on the bottom of the ocean. You are a beautiful person. Yes. And the relationship should grow in the light. In the sunlight, the yes. sunshine. That, that's true. It's like, a, it's like a plant of rose, you know. Flowers do not grow in the darkness. They need the water and the and air the and the sunlight. Yes. Absolutely. You know where there's a lot of sun? Las Vegas. <laughs> do you like all, do you like all my like little those. analogies? Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas, and we want to send you to have your relationship grow in sunny Vegas. How about sending you to Vegas to see Jennifer Lopez? That would be amazing. You and your boo or you and your buddies, you can go and we're going to send you to see J-Lo, all I have, uh, at the Las Vegas Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino at the Axis with J-Lo. Uh, tickets on sale now, by the way, through October 7th, 2017, but mm -hmm. we're going to pay it off for you. Trip for two, including round-trip airfare, two-night stay at the Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. Tickets to see J-Lo, all I have. I want to go to that show so bad. <laughs> and the best part, you get to go backstage for a meet-and-greet with Jennifer Lopez. That's pretty amazing. From the block. Jenny from the block. You can enter at simonandangie.com. You can also see all uh, Simon's FYI show mm -hmm. in bed with Simon episodes, past right. episodes. 16 or 17 great episodes. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Yes, go see our webpage. And all our podcasts, pictures, videos, you name it, all at simonandangie.com. Thanks for being with us tonight on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.